the passage that Mary has read for us takes place at the very end of Matthew's gospel. Jesus has been crucified, his body buried, and along with his body was buried the hope that the world that Jesus imagined was gone. Jesus imagined a world in which the poor had plenty to eat and prisoners were set free and those blind to justice would have their eyes opened. Now also, God has reached down into the hell of death and violence and raised Jesus and all of that hope from the grave. God has spoken the ultimate cosmic no to violence and hate and injustice and the ultimate cosmic yes to love and peace and wholeness. Here Jesus stands with his disciples and he is sending them out now to share God's love, love that has power to raise the dead. The text says his disciples worshiped him, but some doubted. Some doubted. A little less than two weeks ago, George Floyd was brutally murdered on the streets of Minneapolis. We have watched a white police officer kneel on Mr. Floyd's neck long after he could no longer breathe. It is police brutality steeped with racism, a blatant display of white supremacy, lethal force justified by hate. We have witnessed numerous murders on the cross of racism. Breonna Taylor, Freddie Gray, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, Amin Arbery. One after another, we have laid them in their graves. We have decried the injustice. We have tried to make changes in our systems, in ourselves, but here we are again. Jesus stands with his disciples and the text says they worshiped him, but some doubted. I think they doubted the power of God's love to overcome violence and the power of God's love to bring justice. The power of God's love to heal their brokenness and open eyes. I think they doubted their own ability to hope. But what about us? Today, Jesus says to us, go do the work of my love. You have my spirit. Get into the tough work of anti-racism. Learn about the advantages that come just from being white in America. Have the courage to hear the pain of people who have been hurting for generation after generation after generation. Learn what racism looks like in your profession. 
in your neighborhood? What policies must change? What systems need to be dismantled? Today, Jesus says to us, look and see something new is happening. A body is rising up. A body of people is rising up in cities and towns across the nation. God is reaching into hell and bringing up a new world. People are holding protests in their backyards, kids, families, for Black Lives Matter. All over our nation, all around the world, a spirit is rising, uniting people, young people, old people, black people, white people, in a common cry, Black Lives Matter. No racism. Yes to dignity and respect for those who have been crucified over and over again at the hands of white supremacy. Of course, all lives matter. Every life is precious to God. And that's why we must insist that black lives matter. Until what happens to black lives truly matters, until the violence done to black and brown lives matters so much that we make changes in our systems, our policies, in ourselves, not all lives truly matter. Jesus says to us, go now. Go and do the work of anti-racist love. Will we examine our privilege? Will we study the science of unconscious bias? Will we find way after way after way to learn and to study and have the tough conversations and take action? Let us then. For even in our doubt, God hopes for us. God hopes for our world. God unites us in hope. And Jesus is with us and with this world. Always, always, always. Until the end of the age. Amen.